There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And Julia show heading into the weekend. My talk 1071, everything entertainment. A couple of uh, things here. First of all, remember to change your clocks tomorrow night when That's you go right. to bed. Move your clocks ahead. Do you guys think that we should just leave it in uh, one direction? No, I like springing forward and falling back. You I do? Like that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. So make you, Donnie? Uh, I'm fine with it. I like moving 52% of the people surveyed said, let's just leave it in one direction. Yeah. Well, okay. too bad. Yeah. Too bad, so sad? <laughs> too bad, so sad. They don't live in the great north. That's right. Also, a reminder that uh, the Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure, that will be coming up, of course, on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 12th at Southdale. And if you want to become part of uh, my talk's team, Low J, early bird pricing will continue through the end of this month, March 30th. If you want to sign up, go to mytalk1071.com. The keyword is race. We would love to have you join us. That's right. It's fun. All right. Uh And I would love to have everybody join us in Andy Cohen's clubhouse because he had an all-star, kind of an unusual lineup. He's very good friends with Diane von Furstenberg and her husband, Barry Diller. He and Anderson Cooper go on the yacht. Yes, they do. That Barry Diller and DVF owns. Married to Barry Diller. That's she is right. married to Barry Diller. And, you know, Donnie, a couple of years ago, she came out with her memoir. And I haven't read it yet, but I am going to bring it on a trip where I'm going to yes. do some reading because I guess she, I find her so. I just, whenever I read interviews with her or if I see her, you don't see her She's that many times. She's very open and frank. Remember, and- she had a reality show for one season where she had like the interns or whatever. I, do I watched remember it. That. I watched I- it. And then Julianne Moore was the other uh, person in the clubhouse. And of course, her movie, um, Gloria Bell, sitting at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Roger Freeman from Showbiz 411 said she. Could be in the runner for best Oscar uh, race for a woman because she's that much of a force in this movie. It doesn't open here right. at least until next week, mm. and it might only be like at the diner or Lagoon yeah. or Uptown or something like that. But um, anyway, they were kind of a great pair in the clubhouse because they're both big fashionistas. Yeah, obviously. yeah. But Julianne Moore, uh, somebody. I don't know if this is somebody. It's a, call. I, it's a caller. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was kind of surprising. This is the first that we heard of this movie news. I have a question for Julianne. 
Um, actually, I'm curious about why did you leave the movie Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um, and what did you think about Melissa McCarthy in that role? I didn't leave that movie. I was fired. Uh-huh. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, yeah. Nicole fired me. Really? So, yeah. So, yeah, was that's there a the truth. reason that you... I think she didn't like what I was doing. Oh, really? So yeah. you started shooting it? No, we hadn't shot... We, we hadn't been... We'd just been kind of rehearsing and doing pre-production and stuff, and I think that her idea of where the character was um, was was different than where my idea of the character was, and so she fired me. And did you yeah. see the movie? I haven't yet, because it's still kind of painful. I love Melissa McCarthy. I, yeah. I worship her. I think she's fantastic, so I'm wow. sure she's great. But I, I um, you know, but that's, so that's the story. I mean, that must yeah. be so, feel so rejected to be fired. It's pretty Ooh. bad. The only other time I was fired was when I was uh, working at a yogurt stand when I was <laughs> yes. 15. Yes. So it felt, yeah, it felt bad. So I guess I we love know Diane. First of all, let me just rub it in, darling. Right. Uh, that must just feel so mm. awful. <laughs> oh, how do you deal? It, it's hard to see anyone else in the role, though. Well, we know yeah. Julianne didn't vote for Melissa McCarthy because she didn't watch that screener. But <laughs> yeah. um, that we don't was, know if she's a member of the Academy. Not yeah, everybody she has, is. Oh, she, she won is. an Oscar. Yeah, for still. Yeah, honest. yeah, yeah, yeah. She is for so sure. So if you win an ask, Oscar, you automatically are a member. Yes, I, and then I you can also that. be sponsored in. Right, I know that, but, but I didn't if you know. win an Oscar, yes, you become a voting member of the Academy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I can't. I that was one of my favorite movies of the year. I would say definitely in the top five favorite movies. Can you ever forgive me? Not for me. True story and everything. I can't see Julianne Moore no. playing no. Lee Israel no. after seeing Melissa McCarthy in it at all. But I do want to see her movie Gloria Bell about a 58 year old woman or 55, whatever the age is. She's definitely mid 50s and she's back in a single life and she just does what she wants. And a lot, a lot of it involves going out dancing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah, you know it looks her, good. You know yeah. what her next movie is that's coming out? Bel Canto. Bel Canto's finished. Mm-hmm. She's filming Gloria, the biopic of Gloria Steinem. Yeah. she's There's a, like three or four actresses that are playing Gloria Steinem at different points, points in her of life. Her life. Yeah. Let's play the next one where uh, both Julianne Moore and Diane von Furstenberg talk about Carl Lagerfeld. That's My Shana. question is for both Julianne and Diane. Ladies, I was wondering, what is your favorite memory of Carl Lagerfeld? You worked with him a lot, didn't you, Julia? I did, Julia? I did. The very first time I met him, I think my favorite memory is is when I the, he, he brought me over to see the show, see the Chanel show, and I went and had lunch at his house, and he sat next to me and talked the entire time, and he left. He goes, see, wasn't that nice? We never once talked about dresses. And it's true, he didn't. He talked about everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and he was such a, a, a wonderful, erudite, entertaining, loving person, always, you know, so, yeah. What about what you? About- well, I've known him through the years. I mean, I've known him really fat, and then I've known him <laughs> really skinny, and then I've, got, I've, I've known him in Louis, Louis the Fourteenth kind of decor, and then in the very modern one. But whatever it is, he's very, very smart, very, very funny, provocative, yeah. and... Um, He'll be missed. And I've, of course, I've they would know him. Don't, you can't do a Belgian no, accent, Julia. But I just think it's so funny when he was fat... 
Well, yeah, she would have known. He hasn't known. been fat since 1969. No, Julia, he did not lose his weight until the 90s, Missy. Oh, I thought it was 1969, no, my gosh. he said. No, no, no. <laughs> Carl Lagerfeld was big uh, for uh, okay. in the 80s and into the early 90s. and um, But yeah, these two would have known each other going back probably to the 60s. Because that's how long Diane von, I mean, Diane von Furstenberg is... You know, got to be early 70s. She's 72 years old. So um, she's been doing the fashion business for a very long time. So you don't need, you can trust Holly and I. Carl Lagerfeld was, has been, was fat in the 70s and he he hasn't been skinny since 1969. Okay. You got to trust Holly and I. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. Well, I saw that you were set ready to Google him. I'm not. I'm we're looking at something completely different. We're going to lose you. But I do, if you want to work on a Belgian accent, it could be something that you could do if you listen to tapes of her. Oh, perfect. That, okay. That's a tough one to do because it, half of it is French, half of it they speak Dutch. Is that it's, what it is? Because yes, it's sort it's of divided. an intoxicating accent. Yes. And I was like, oh, is she Italian? What is she? And it wasn't until she confessed her love of herring. She said, darling, I'm, I'm Belgian, as if that... Ex- I'm like, okay, you could be from northern Minnesota and say the it, same thing. Yeah. All right, here's uh, Diane von Furstenberg talking with an- about another person she hung out with in the 60s, Andy Warhol. My question for DVS. Okay. What is your favorite memory from your days at Studio 54, and what was your friendship like with Andy Warhol? Ooh. Okay, so Andy Warhol was, was somebody I knew really well, and I saw him a lot to... I don't know if I was a friend because he was very much of a voyeur, you know. People say, oh, it must have been so interesting. The truth is that he was either taping you or asking you a question or taking a Polaroid. So he was a voyeur. Voyeur. But he, he sure you saw shouldn't do that unless you have the Because answer. he was really, he guessed what was going to happen to society. He did. He sure did. He did it all. Branding and icon. I mean, the whole thing and the reality, everything. So he would have gone crazy with the internet. Yeah. And best memory of Studio 54? Oh, the best memory is probably something I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, that's a good answer. That's a that's good answer. Truth. Well, play this game because there was one jaw-dropping thing that we did find out about Diane von Furstenberg that is making a little bit of the gossip rounds and just in terms of this game and finding out somebody that she dated back in the day. Because it's time to play DVF or WTF. Our announcer, Paul, will read facts about DVF. Then Julianne and I will guess if they are true or false. DVF will reveal. Paul, what's the first fact? Back in the day, DVF had a brief love affair with Richard Gere. Uh, Julianne, I am going to say this is true. I think DVF has had some wonderful love affairs in her life, and I'm going to say it's true. Uh-uh. I'm going to go with what the f***. Okay. Yeah. DVF? Well, it was a f***. Ah! <laughs> All right. Okay, DVF had a disco dance-off with Cher at Studio 54. Julianne? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I think it probably yeah, happened. Did yeah, that yeah. happen? Actually, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. It could have. Yes. It could have happened. Okay, Paul. DVF can swim for two hours straight. I know the answer to this. I've seen her do it. She can swim for two and a half hours straight. I, I, I believe In the yeah. open ocean. Who's yeah. playing yes. the game, Andy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's convinced, like, Julie, This uh, that was so funny that he kept jumping in and knowing the answers. 
But she did write in her memoir, The Woman I Wanted to Be. She and Richard Gere dated in 1980, American Gigolo. Mm-hmm. His agent mm. thought him dating her was bad for his career. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And so she wrote about it. And it was, of course, produced by Paramount Pictures, which was headed up by Barry Diller. And Diane von Furstenberg, for years, had an on and off affair with Barry Diller. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, she just said that his agent was opposed to them being together, that she was the wrong woman for his American Career. gigolo rising star. And then didn't wasn't Cindy Crawford the next... Like, didn't he, wasn't he with her right around that time? I feel like he was, like, early, I don't know when it was, but he, you know, was married to her for just two years. Mm -hmm. And they were kind of everywhere. And I feel like it was after American Gigolo. Well, of course. Yeah, Yeah. and after, yeah. She would have been in high school still. Yeah, Yeah. it was after. Okay, and so, anyway, but I guess she and Diller have been married since 2001, even though they've had an on and off romance that has spanned the years. And I believe he's bisexual. So she's very open-minded mm-hmm. with, with, know, that. with that, mm-hmm. even though I have yet to read The Woman I Want to Be, her book, to find out even more stuff. Anyway, I thought it was a good night in the clubhouse, and now we've got to get to uh, Holly and get to the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what do, what do we have? It's okay. Friday afternoon. It could be anything, it any really kind could. of dirt. Oh, my gosh. Well, it really could be. Well, we've got a serious story to report on breaking this afternoon out of Chicago, where a grand jury has returned 16 federal felony counts of disorderly conduct against actor Jesse Smollett, stemming from a, quote, potential hate crime that he is now said to have falsely reported in late January. Now, these charges come on top of the state charges Smollett was hit with last month that could see Smollett facing up to three years in jail. That doesn't really seem like that much time after what he did. Well, he's not going to even serve that time because he's the first offense, you know, no no criminal record. And he's going to hire a crisis team and he's probably going to have a drug or alcohol or depression, you know, some kind of a mental thing. They're going to try and they'll bleed it out. But it's really bad what he did. Absolutely. And maybe the redemption story is that he'll go out and, you know, do a book tour and tell people that, you know, the fame, the fame. I was, you know, I mean, he'll have some kind of a thing you'll want to share with people. I don't freaking know. I mean, like we talked about Andy <laughs> Warhol. Too soon for the redemption but tour. Everyone, thinks- yeah, everyone wants their 15 minutes of fame and more. And but so he, he has this whole, yeah. he did this, he could have a whole cautionary a cautionary tale that he goes out and sells. Now, I want to let you know that these new federal counts are based on false statements that Smollett allegedly made to the Chicago Police Department detectives investigating that attack that happened on that January 29th. That down the wrong rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yes. Correct. And Smith correct. said it had seven detectives on it. Yes. Was, was there something about the, the hospital, too, that, that they couldn't figure out who was leaking some of the ho- a hospital record and a bunch of people from that Chicago hospital got fired? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because no one would own up to it, so they Stop. sort of got rid of like everyone who had access to the medical files. How I mean, the trickle the- effect of sort of all of this. He's um, no, it's not time for his redemption. No, but I can we're not see, ready. I can see how they're going to massage the whole. Well, of course, you know. but I, I, we are not ready. No, no we are not ready. I've at never all. even heard him say he did it yet. Yeah, I mean, he's probably probably it's not even going to go to trial. There's going to be some kind of. Uh, don't you think he's going to do a plea? Yeah, he's yeah. going to do some kind of plea yeah. deal. Now, I think that it said that he's facing up to 60 months of probation. Yeah. So it seems like perhaps that would be most likely the consequences he faces. Yes, and go out and speak to schools and talk to kids about the dangers of getting sucked up into it, wanting more. There you go. Yeah, that's right. There you know? go. I mean, <laughs> no, he really did because oh. he did it for the most shallow of reasons. Beyond. He yeah. wanted, yep, more money and more fame. Fame, yeah. And it is gross. Yeah, it really is. And he is. already had it. He already had it, and there were other ways he could have done it, the old-fashioned Hollywood ways, not like creating this... T- Terrible storyline. Storyline that besmirches all kinds of people and makes all kinds of assumptions and tropes. and It affected these, everybody. Yeah, yeah he's going to have a long time. Yeah. yeah, that redemption road is long and rocky. But it's possible. I'm just looking all the way down. Everything's possible. All the way down. We've got a ways to go. Optimism here. Now, I just want to tell you, speaking of uh, criminal justice, celebrity justice stuff happening in Chicago, R. Kelly's ex-lawyer is talking Ed Jensen, apparently he's dying of cancer and says that R. Kelly was, quote, guilty as hell when he defended him years ago. (gasps) Now, a lot of lawyers are upset that Jensen is coming out and saying this as he's definitely violated his ethical responsibilities. client uh, attorney privileges. That's right. They said lawyers cannot reveal information learned during representation. That is not cool at all. No, No, that is not cool at all. What is going on with this world? He's dying. He's dying. It is Mercury in retrograde, Well, write a book and have it published later after the trial's over. Exactly. Thank you Tell someone in their ear and say you can publish this after we're done, but that is bad. Mm -hmm. That is bad. Happy International Women's Day, Lori and Julia. And same to you, Holly. Meghan Markle is talking on a panel discussion for International Women's Day today in London, and she said that she doesn't look at Twitter. What she does instead is read The Economist, everyone's favorite (laughs) right-of-center economical (laughs) publication. That's what she does. She says... My personal decision is not to feed into negativity and be more cause-driven and action-based. For me, it's a tricky one because I'm not part of any of that. I don't look at it. She said, for my personal preference, I read The Economist. Yeah, she can't have Twitter anymore. Oh, no. No, if you're a member of a family, why would you look at it? Well, thank you. I feel that same way myself, and I'm not royal. Yeah. (laughs) Lady Julia, Uh, I bow to you. I mean, why would you look at it unless you had a job like this? Well, exactly. Exactly. Actually, I did look at it for hockey scores yesterday. So there's some things you want to look at it, but not the negative stuff. Or like today, Twitter's been kind of a fun place with International Women's Day. There have just been tributes and stories and learning how you can help and... You know, the dangerous countries for girls, and then you see something positive. And I don't know. I, I think for know Twitter's been good today. 
for that reason. We'll give them an A. For today. Yeah, today. Let's just preface that with today. But (laughs) wouldn't that be one of the privileges of being a royal is that you have other people to look at that for you? Yeah. That is one of the privileges. Julie Andrews is set to receive the Venice Film Festival Lifetime Achievement Mm. Award. The Venice Film Festival happening in September, and she's going to get get the golden lion for career achievement that's this and like year. that's lovely oh, it's so perfect for her and she's such a lovely woman oh my and september Lord. is such a lovely time to go to venice it's not the hot heat it's not the hot stinky heat of july and august so she's going to be no that is like the, yeah. that's why that venice film festival is that time of yeah. year the middle of september because it is the most perfect weather no and all the tourists are gone, are gone because yes. in august that place is crowded uh-huh. yeesh all right yeesh. that's right put on your wellies because also it kind of floods sometimes yes a uh, Lee simmons is relaunching her streetwear brand baby fat remember baby fat from about 15 20 years ago and yes she, she had her own reality series at one yes. point and I, I used to buy through the girl and the cousin, yeah. your, the niece at mm-hmm. her burgers. I miss had her baby burgers. fat. I was right by the They head. had a whole line of baby fat. That was such a hot line, and then it just disappeared. Yeah. In its heyday, it made more than $1 billion in sales. Now, wow. the brand's coming back this summer with an unannounced collaboration and then a signature collection this fall. Well, you know what? I think now she's got all these people who are like in their late 20s and early 30s. And will there be nostalgia for what they wore in junior high and high school? You know what? In elementary Let school? me just ask you, yeah. please. What nostalgia for a brand are you feeling, Lori, that you would rewear? Seriously. Like that you wore in junior high. Well, I don't know a brand that I wore in junior high. I wore like Lee jeans and Levi's in high school. You know, I still wear Levi's. Right, but we've worn those I haven't worn a Lee jeans. If that, I don't know. You know, it's a different thing. The baby fat. I don't know. What about you, Julia? Well, because it's funny. Because I, you know, look at you know, see the Reeboks, the old school Reeboks out there, and the old school Nike. I have a Stan Smiths on right now. I today. have those, and yes. I wore them back in the day too. But I think I, she's gonna ha- do. You think she'll do well? I, yeah, I think there'll be a nostalgia. I'm waiting factor. for juicy velour tracksuits to come back, and I'm gonna buy them in every color. Oh, there's already fashion magazines that are doing retrospectives of Juicy, juicy. Track Suits. Yeah. It's coming back. That's I can't right. wait. Nothing screams like when your velour thighs run it, together <laughs> seductively. That's juicy. the quarterways. Why do I pull your clothes and then I speak my mind? Why is it so hard to say? If all it is to say that is why am I in my own way? Why do I pull you close? Everybody thinks you're hanging out with us. Sorry, we gotta get to our weekend picks. We were just saying Sorry. why don't we stop playing that song on our station? My god. Oh, you that, don't like this song? Oh, that is uh, one drippy song. Uh, why don't we? Why don't we? By oh. eight letters. Eight letters. Oh. Don't you think it's drippy? Oh. I can't stand it. I hadn't thought about it much. No, <laughs> I, it's I better really, than Toto. No, I know, but why, why don't we get that off and play, you well, know, we don't have more right. seven rings. I I listened to her last night. I love that album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our little girl. Should I go first? Because sure. I actually I actually have picks. Wow, that's uh, nice. I know, Thanks. I, I, I know. Did my did my work today? Okay, so if 
I know we're going to have a snowstorm and crap, but you know what? People still drive. You have four-wheel drive cars. Go and enjoy it. So um, you remember Sue Whitney from um, Junk Market, um, Junk Beautiful. She sheds is a new book, but she is wonderful. She's going to be out at... um, the porch and out here in Buffalo, Minnesota tomorrow. Porch and Atelier. Atelier, thank you. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be there from 1 to 5 tomorrow afternoon, signing her books, but demonstrating spring tabletops and how to create a beautiful, and I know I'm doing this wrong, Kokidama. And it's kind of like an, a ball of moss and planting oh. with a sprig of something out of it. And they're just beautiful, like planted yeah. balls, kind yeah. of just really pretty. So she'll be there tomorrow. And that would be a fun day. Um, also, the auto show is starting. Donnie, are you going? Yes, I'm going uh, a week from today. Mm-hmm. Okay, it starts it's tomorrow. For th- it's two weekends. Yeah, wow. it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, that's going to be happening. Okay. This sounded fun to me tonight if you are trying to figure out. Oh, oh! you got to plan ahead. you got to plan ahead for next week. But every Friday night, they have group tap tap, tap dance lessons from 4 to 6 yeah. for free at CanCam Wonderland. Oh, I really? wish we could go. I wish it was till 7. <laughs> and then, doesn't that sound fun? And they have all ages karaoke from 5.30 to 8.30 on Friday nights. I, I do like that And it's that free. Place. Everything's free. Yeah. And then Peta Corgi is happening for the Corgi Racing Society. Um... What is today's date? I think Eighth. it's yeah, it's tomorrow. Oh, it's Sunday from one mm-hmm. to five at Boom Island Brewing Company. So there's there's some different things to do. All right, go skiing. There's gonna be fun snow. That's All the right. other thing. Yeah. What do you got, Donnie? Uh, something on Netflix that started today, and I would like to check it out because I like Alfre Woodard. She's a wonderful actress. It's Alfred? called. Alfrey. Alfrey Alfrey Woodard. Uh, It's called Juanita. And it says here, fed up with her deadbeat grown kids and marginal urban existence, Juanita takes a Greyhound bus to, you ready, Julia? Paper Moon, Montana, where she reinvents herself and finds her mojo. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. And she was on, uh, you know, Desperate Housewives. Yes, she was. Oh, yes, yes she the, was. The, the, something in the basement. Yeah, right? she's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. yeah. All right. And the other thing is because she is one of my favorite singers of all time. This is going to be on Channel Two Saturday night at eight thirty. It's Joni seventy five. It's the f- birthday celebration for Joni Mitchell. Oh. And there's an all star cast. And uh, I've heard that Seal's version of Both Sides now is quite something. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, because the Aretha Grammys tribute is this, is that this sun- weekend too. Uh, it's Sunday, Sunday on night. CBS. Okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. Okay. All right. Lots of music happening. Chris Cheapchick is playing out at Mystic tonight. Mason Jennings is doing a 7 and 10 o'clock show at the Dakota. GB Layton is at the Minnesota Music Cafe. So I think the, after a hockey crowd, you know, they could just uh, go right up there because yes. it's so close. Tomorrow night, Winger and Lita Ford are out at the Medina. Uh, the Revivalists are playing at the Palace, and they're kind of like Nathaniel Rateleff in the sweats, like sort of that genre of sort of bluesy rock, you know, yeah. sexy. And then is that um, sold out at the Palace? No, there are still tickets. Okay. And then Lucky Palooza is happening tomorrow mm. on West Seventh Street. So what is that again? It's a two-block street party with yes. three tent parties at Burger Mo's, Cassettas, and Patrick McGovern. So oh. for it's people who go into the hockey, it always coincides the boys' high school hockey. Tournament and they have outdoor food stands, bars, DJs, live it's music. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. So Lucky Palooza is mm-hmm. happening 
And it's um, just get on your boots and your snow gear and go have fun. Yeah, that's basically what mm-hmm. it is. And they've got ride partners and everything. And, you know, it starts uh, uh, It starts like late afternoon, you know. Maybe it, two. I think so. Something like yeah. that. But uh, the main stages don't get going to like 4.30. But yeah, all afternoon they got the food and everything. Now we got to do pickup lines okay, well, okay. for these festivals. Oh, cause it, oh. So it's festival, festival pickup lines? Well, um, I kind of went with, um, you know, suggestive lines. Because I think sometimes on a weekend where there's snow, like Donnie, people really liked my suggestive pickup line last weekend. Oh, what is it? Anyone in particular or no, just re- in general? No, remember the one I did about the weatherman? Oh, tell me. I tell have me a pretty it. good feeling there's you're going to get more than a few inches tonight. <laughs> I do, now I remember. <laughs> um, Wait <laughs> Yes. Now, tomorrow, if you're down at Lucky Palooza and you feel like getting lucky and you feel like someone won't smack you, if you say, I'll give you a nickel, it could be tickle my pickle. Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> that could get you slapped. That could. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> touch your toes and I'll show you where the rocket goes. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, touch your toes and I'll give you the hose. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, we're we're in the gutter. We're in the gutter. I know. Okay. Um, you might not be the best looking girl or guy here, but beauty is only a light switch away. <laughs> I, instead of all cats look the same in the dark, which is That's usually right. your line. Yeah, exactly. I, if you're feeling down, I can feel you up. Um, oh, if you're feeling blue. <laughs> yeah. I lost my virginity. Can I have yours? <gasps> oh, very forward. Very, very uh, forward. Oh. Um, roses are red. Violets are fine. If I be the six, will you be, be the, the nine? nine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That one is funny. That one is funny. That funny. is kind of yeah. cute because you do have to sort of think about yeah. that one. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. What's another good one? Um, uh, oh, I'd love my, I love my bed, but I'd rather be in yours. Ooh. Oh, that's not bad. It's kind of cute, you yeah. know, kind of sassy. Be careful where you use Very it. Very forward. You're so hot, even my pants are falling for you. <laughs> ooh. Um, ooh. I don't know. What, I don't know what and, that means, even. Yeah. Um, hot I think, pants? Hot pants? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're on the mechanical bull ride at Lucky Palooza and your pants have come off and you can use <laughs> that right, line Because that's going to be out on the street tomorrow. She's just what? making this no, up. No, there is a bull. They is it really? Outside? Yeah, no, it's under a tent, oh, okay. but they do mechanical bull rides. You could lose your pants. Do they really? Yes. On the street tomorrow? Well, it's in a tent. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not When's making the last time you rode a bull mechanical one? Uh, whenever that goofy place was out at the yeah no at the mall of america there was a place it's still there gatlin's it's not there i swear no that's been gone for years julia years all right the last time uh, let's see here's a line here's a line this is the last time julia's been out you remind me of the movie scarface because i want you to say hello to my little friend Good. That's funny, yeah. but there'd be a certain yeah. group of people who would not no, get the reference. No, not at all. Oh my god! I think I could fall madly in bed with you. Ooh. Okay. Uh, do you have a phone in your back pocket? Because I think your booty is calling me. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you know what winks and screws like a tiger? Oh gosh. No, oh. and then you wink. <laughs> oh, oh. What? You've been very <laughs> naughty. Go to my room. 
Don't ever change. Just get naked. That's the one to use. <laughs> oh, my word. Remember my name because you'll be screaming it later. That's a good one. Now, that would be a really good one. You must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. There is a mechanical bull still at the mall because I swear I saw it like six months Where ago. Exactly what is the is mall it? tweeting you? No, my friend Katie. Oh. Yeah. Where? At the place. What place? All right, for crying out loud, I was posting your damn video. How could I do all this yeah. stuff? At Cadillac Ranch. Oh, oh they have one? Yes, oh, I knew okay. I just saw one, but I'm playing along with you guys well, telling well, me I'm wrong. We, thought you, we knew Gatlin's was gone. That's all I was saying. I wasn't saying I don't know. I don't know what all the fast or the... Uh, they change up there. I mean, I still haven't gotten over Tucci Banucci being gone. Oh, I, I mean, I really <laughs> love Tuesdays. Well, that Remember one that? I was I, loved o- it. I was okay with that one going, but oh, I really I like did that. like California Tucci Pizza, B- Pizza Kitchen. Is, is, yeah, not, you know, is that, I don't know. California Pizza Kitchen. Is that I don't know. Deal? I don't know. If the, if no. anything ever happens to the Twin City Girl, I don't know what I'll oh, do. Oh no! That's, and Crave is there that which is yes. good. Yeah. 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 All right. Did you like some of those? I lines? did. I'm I'm posting it at Lori and Julia, which is our Instagram account. Um, and hashtag cheers. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag good luck. Yeah. So we <laughs> found hashtag. a couple cute ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lori. Those Lori, but I love your how joyful you are. <laughs> what is what was the Scarface one again? <laughs> um, the sky. Oh yeah. Let me see. See, say hello to my yeah. little friend. Yes. No, no, no. Say hello to my little friend. There yeah, you go. I know. There you go. You I remind like- me of the movie Scarface because oh. I want you to say hello to my little friend. <laughs> We're so <laughs> pathetic. We no, are. beyond we pathetic. Care, we don't Tell Your shirt has to go, but you can stay. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. Now that would be all right. Your pants have to go, but you can stay. Stay. Yeah, I know. Oh my word. These these they just don't get old, but they kind of do. But oh well. Um, here it is. It's Friday. What do we do? We give weekend picks, pickup lines, and we sing. What can we say? And today we're singing a cheap trick song because Julia doesn't loves know. <laughs> She's to so sing cheap trick. She's so lying. She loves oh, so much. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, mm-hmm. we'll be right back. Girl. Halsey, I hope you're not going to be alone for long. I've given people some pickup lines, and I hope they took notes. <laughs> no. I don't want her to get any more tattoos on her legs. Halsey? Yeah. I'm really... I, I don't, really I don't am, care what people do with I their bodies it, at all. I know all. it. I know it. I, I know do, it. I if do it was get my cons- child, I would. I do get concerned about the face tattoos, <gasps> only because of what we learned about it. And for heaven's sakes, I would recommend not getting that tattoo... Uh, well, Mercury is in retrograde. Okay. Because I think the misunderstanding you could have with the tattoo artist, unless you already <laughs> have, what? could be extreme, unless you already decided. Pre-approved You already ago. knew. Yeah. It, don't decide on a tattoo this weekend and get it next weekend while Mercury's in retrograde. Okay. okay. At so, the same time, don't hire, uh, don't sign a contract. Uh, don't get uh, into a new relationship. No, well, you, you, you can, can get a relationship. You can do that, but just don't have any expectations. And oh. for God's <laughs> sakes, don't talk about feelings or ask where this is going. <laughs> I didn't 
you feel about kids? I've yeah. been wondering how you're feeling. No, What's no. I, what are you really thinking right now? No. Don't and, ask and you it. know, I was at Crutchfield Durham today and I said to Linda, I said, uh, have you been having misunderstandings? She said, all week long, just little different things. Yeah. And I said, Mercury's in retrograde. It's been mm-hmm. in retrograde for since Tuesday. It's been a week. If, well, not quite a week. The 5th it started. Yeah, and it goes till the 28th. We have 20 days. So anyway, Ooh. just be gentle and take it slow. And I mean, this one lady was just eavesdropping and she was just fascinated. And I said, well, <laughs> I said, you can get all this for free over on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to pay. Did a little gentle over recruiting. dial. Yeah, I did a little gentle recruiting. 107.1 and we're streaming live. And by the way. You. We yeah. podcast. You can hear everything. If you miss something, you can take us with you on a walk. Yeah, that's At the MyTalk app. Um, if you've been dating someone new, you might end up shutting them out when you mean to forge a deeper bond. It affects clear communication. In other words, yes. don't let anyone know your true feelings right now because whatever it is, yes. it'll be misinterpreted. All right, you guys. A cowboy rides into town on a Friday, stays for three days and leaves on Friday. How do you do it? Is this a joke? Yep. A riddle? Oh, yep. it's a riddle? Yep. Say it again. A cowboy rides into town on Friday, stays for three days, and leaves on Friday. How'd he do it? Hmm. Rides into town on Friday, stays I don't know. I, I hate riddles. Oh, come on. The horse's name is Friday. Oh, oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we should have figured that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, good. Donnie isn't any good at riddles either. No, I mean, terrible at it. Yeah. I hate riddles. Absolutely. <laughs> good. Do you have another one? I'm Julia? so I bad at them. I'm just so bad. Come on, what give us has, another one. Okay, what has roots nobody sees, is taller than trees, up, up it goes, yet it never grows. Yeah, no, take this to a kindergarten <laughs> class near you. This is a perfect example of Mercury and retrograde that's, misunderstanding. That's from the Hobbit. A mountain. Yeah, yeah I, again, people are... Don't understand this. This is not the time to do riddles. Mercury's <laughs> in retrograde. We can hardly understand ourselves. All right, Jules. Crying yeah, out loud. Holy Toledo's. Yeah. Holy cow. Are you I mean, here we, then? We can oh, give other know. examples of it, but we really want to caution people. Do you want an amazing fact then instead? Okay. No, I want to go over some other uh, Mercury in retrograde warnings so we right. can help people. Now, here's just okay. a... Here's just my best snow tip from Casey, the snow-blowing neighborhood angel. If the big dump comes tomorrow and there's like a foot of snow, he says you got to go out and shovel like every four or five inches. Just reminding people of that. But people are so sick of snow, they think they're going to wait. No, people know that, don't you think? No, I've, uh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, they they would wait till it's over, and a lot of people yeah, like to wait till it's over. Handle it, yeah. Some I, of them, you know. Well, is there anything to March snow being wetter and heavier and fatter? Well, this is heart attack snow. Then, if it's like that, because that's heart attack snow. Yeah. So be careful. That is. Yeah. My uncle yeah, Louie died of heart attack snow. shoveling shoveling snow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. My my mom is very worried about her brother, my uncle Bill. Shouldn't be shoveling. No, you should hire people if you can. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah, I know. People like if I were like a kid, I would have like some kind of a snow business. No, you, but it would be very. Uh, you can't count on it from year to year because I know people that have. We like, haven't had snow businesses like this in a long time, like five years. Right, I love it. We are loving it. No the people that are that are the snow people. Well, yeah, if you can make money on it and all of or that, or if you yeah. enjoy it and do snow yeah. sports. Yeah. Hmm. But, All right, I don't have any.